Welcome to Whiskey Fent, where we believe every bottle of whiskey has a story to tell. Three guys, one bottle, endless bonding. Here are your hosts, Brian, Evan, and JJ. Uh, welcome back to Whiskey Fit for those of you that are uh, enjoying whiskey with us or just enjoying maybe learning a little bit about whiskey. I think Dr. JJ or JJ or whatever nickname you'd like to give him has brought us a whiskey here. I've never had it. I'll let him talk about it, but uh, we hope you enjoy it. This is uh, Redbreast, aged 15 years. Uh, it is an Irish single pot, still, uh, Irish whiskey. Um, so one of the things is we're researching for this, that the, the major differentiator for Irish whiskeys is that it has malted and unmalted barley in the mash. So in the malt, they sprout the grains, and then they that gets all the sugars rolling on it and stuff like that. And then they put the yeast in it and make the alcohol and do all that stuff. Well, they also have unmalted, which means it's it's not sprouting. It does it's not getting the sugars out of it. Um, have we have we ever gone into a quick synopsis of what mash is for us that uh, don't really know what mash is? Sure. I mean, mash is what it's made of. Right. So Thank you, man. Just what it sounds like. So goodness, guys. So, so when you're talking about the American side of things, and we're talking about uh, corn and wheat and rye and those deals, it's it's what they're made of, and they mash it, they put it together. That's how that's how they get the flavorings and the taste and everything. But every whiskey, for the most part, it has its what's called its mash bill, and it's kind of like the ingredients and things like your Wellers and those that are our weedy whiskeys right mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. going to have a high almost 100 percent wheat mm-hmm. mash to it mm-hmm. where our typical ones where you see like some of the texas ones like a tx has a real low i wouldn't say low wheat but it's more of like a 60 percent, 65 percent wheat okay and then other than that um you your corns and so that's where nuts. your your taste comes from i'm Correct. assuming okay all right so like one of the things we tried on an earlier one was um your wonderful selection of a Wild Turkey 101, which had rye in it, right? So that that's what gave it a little bit more Look, of the y'all sweet. Can hate on the whiskey. It was no, good. man, that was, was good. good. I got it. I'm, I'm right. like, I've I've thought about yeah. that one since. It's okay. it's. Right. There was a couple nightmares I had with it, but it was <laughs> it was pretty good overall. I gotta admit. So is it? Am I correct in in starting to taste? For those of you that hadn't figured out, I'm the dumb one on the podcast. Um, but I'm starting to figure out that the more corn we have, maybe the little bit sweeter of a taste that we get. No, normally or syrupy. It's the wheat. It's the wheat. Okay. Or even the rye. Okay. Is when you start to really get those sweet. The sweetness out of it. All right. All right. So I was dead wrong. That's good to know. It happens. uh, So think about it like that. So Everclear, right? That's a corn. That's straight corn, straight alcohol. Just boom. It hurts. Yeah, no, that thing's and it's a height, super Maybe super. Maybe we try height. that on uh, just yeah, neat one day. Freaking lutely sure. not. Yeah, not. All right, all right. No, sorry, I'm out. We can make this. Yeah, we can. We digress. Back to red breast. Sorry, JJ. Back to red breast. This thing, uh, like, smells freaking delicious. Is what it smells. Yeah. So I've already tasted and smelled. Dang. Once again, jump the gun here. I love Irish whiskeys. I love Proper Twelve. I love Jameson. This kind of falls in the same category. I've tasted it neat. This is probably one of the fewer whiskeys that I wouldn't have a problem continuing to drink wheat or excuse me, drink neat. And it's his first one tonight too. Yeah, first one. Um, drink neat. Um, doesn't really, when you put it in the mouth, when you first taste it, doesn't really bring too much to the party. Uh, and then, or I think it doesn't. 
And then as you drink it, it's smooth. I don't get much burn out of it. That's kind of my first. It's got the bitter dry of the Irish whiskeys that I'm familiar with, but that's kind of my take on it so far. So I definitely, just with the nose, right, it's, I definitely get that peppery. And then my nose is immediately dry. Yeah. <laughs> like what Evan was just talking about, where it definitely makes it dry right off the bat. But I'm, I don't know. Maybe they I'm have ready. yet to drink their I freaking whiskey. I have tested it. I'm, I'm waiting for the berries, right? Oh, berries. Like berries <laughs> or fruity. Says the guy who can pull out anything I from a cigar. It's true. They're tasty, okay? I don't get them on the smell. Um, I get something. Like, it's not, it's, it's light, but it's not necessarily fruit, but there's so much pepper in the smell that it almost <clears> overpowers <throat> it. It's like a bitter fruit. What's a, like, almost a... Like a grapefruit? Coffee. Maybe. Te- even, coffee is even, technically a fruit. Even, even maybe like a coffee smell. Well, I, I get stuck in coffee sometimes. I like coffee. Okay, well, while you sip it and you drink it, in between sips, why are we drinking Red Breast? Or what brought, what brought you to the table here today? Uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't have a big, giant, like, tear-jerking story, uh, brotherhood or something like that with this one. This was um, actually, for me... This was the first whiskey that I drank to not get drunk, if that makes any kind of sense. Okay. It was one of those turning things. It's like I tried this. I, I really enjoyed the flavors of it. I really just, you it was, drunk? well, I didn't drink it to, like, There's in such college. things called social drinking, Ryan. You don't have to drink to get obliterated. No, what the, oh, okay. Well, yeah, 46 proof. Or forty six percent, so ninety two proof. Is that like weak? I don't know. Well, is that it's, something? it's lower on the scale. When I tasted it, I mean, when I first got my first taste, I was thinking like somewhere around a hundred or a hundred and five on the proof or something like that. Just that pepper and spice really, really warmed the backside of my throat as it went down. <laughs> so to know that it's only ninety two. Um, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, and well, it, it, I think there is a. It, feel, it does feel like a high alcohol content because it, it evaporates, does. right? And then leaves those peppery notes on your tongue. Um, but, you know, for me, for a long time, would drink just to get drunk, right? You know, like in college, would drink a case of beer and then go to the bars. JJ's a big human. That's 6'4", 305. 305. I haven't been 300 pounds in 20 years. <laughs> 268. He was just on a scale at the gym the other day. Oh, 258 literally so so here here's how it went he got on the scale after the workout and was like huh 258 why don't feel fat and he just turned around and walked away (laughs) i have no clue who he was talking to Anyway, it sorry. Was more to the air. Sorry. Yeah, I was trying to, you know, is that pep talk you have to give to yourself sometimes it was good. when you look in the mirror? It was good. <laughs> but this was uh, literally one of those first drinks that I ever had that I didn't drink it just to get annihilated. Okay. And it was one of those things. So turning point in, in adulthood, it was probably around 30, was the first whiskey that I actually liked mm-hmm. because everything prior to that was was the wild turkeys, the, the Bacardis, that let's if I'm going to drink liquor, it's going really? to I'm going to get you're really knocker. shitting on this wild turkey. No, it's because you're standing there looking at me. I'm really just kind of <laughs> throwing that one back at you. Um but it was like it was one of those turning points like I wasn't drinking to sedate something. Mm-hmm. I was drinking for the the joy of it because the the flavors were okay. like, wow, this was nice. And it was uh, drinking it for a buddy's birthday party. He was like, that's a really good whiskey. I'm like, well, screw it, let's do it. And it was his. He's Irish, and we got the whiskey. So we tried that. And I'm like, you know what? I can sip that, and this is good. So 
that was the turning point for this one. I, I mean, it's one of those like I guess we could turn it into one of those talking points. Like, hey, this so was it was it was adulthood. strictly based off the fact that your buddy was Irish. Like, hey, we're gonna actually go dr- get something that's finer. Or like- well, no, we were. At, it was my buddy in Vegas. He's first generation Irish. Um, and Is it Conor McGregor. No, <laughs> he doesn't do this great crazy stupid walk and get his ass kicked in the gym. Or in the- Sorry, Connor. Yeah, not my bad. Not my fault. If he shows up ever here for the yes. podcast, I'm going to actually have to kiss his ass or something. Um, but um, it, there, it, there's a hotel in North Las Vegas that they really ripped it apart in um, Ireland and rebuilt it inside the JW Marriott in in Vegas. And it's like the wood floors, the wood paneling, everything else like that. And it was it's he had his birthday party there. We're all sitting there. He's like, that's a really good whiskey. And I said, well, screw it. Let's have one. We had one for his birthday. And I'm like, you know what? I was going to shoot it. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me like I was stupid. So I sipped it. And Smart play. Yeah. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. And so that's the reason why we're here with this one. And it's a, just a phenomenal whiskey. Nerdo. I, I, Nerd, know, yeah, I know you're I, reading I, about well, it. I was nerding out because we started talking about mash bill and stuff. And we started talking about malted and unmalted barley. And, you know, that's what it's known for. But it's interesting because also in the malt, they use barley and wheat and oats and rye. I mean, that's a whole lot of grain. Yeah. Different flavors yeah. in that, too. Is that, that what the three wise men brought? Yeah. Frankincense, myrrh, and barley. And that what? Yeah, that works, right? And oat. Yeah. Sure. It sounds right to me. It's pretty good. Can you put frankincense? This guy over here. Can you put myrrh in whiskey? <laughs> it's legit. Anybody let, out there? If, if, let me Google if anybody, that. If anybody out there wants that. to figure that out. I, I thought one of the, one of the cool things about it, though, I just... I don't have a lot of experience with Irish whiskeys and especially not this pot still stuff. But the one thing that we talked about a little bit before while we were BSing a little bit where it talks about this one uh, particularly being bottled in bond. And we had that whole conversation of being bottled in bond. That, that kind of makes it a little extra special. And uh, for those of you out there that are just kind of getting into it, you know, like we are and I'm, I'm reading as we go here is the bottle and bond that's neatly about it is that it has to be aged for at least four years. This one, of course, they went above and beyond at the 15-year mark. But it also has to be bottled at precisely 100 proof or 50%. So the interesting thing is that it's bottled and bond at 100 proof, but then wonder why it's down to... Well, I think they, right. I think it's I think it's a... It bottles it there. There is some weird labeling law with it, and some, certain whiskeys can't be sold at certain things and that's stuff like that. The other part of that is... is I guess outside of being bottled at 100 proof and all of that kind of deal to make it bottled in bond, then it has to be done by one distiller and one distillery in one season and then uh, aged in a bonded warehouse. So I know a lot of folks in the whiskey world will look for uh, bottles that say bottled in bond, and that's exactly why they just feel they're a little more special and they may be a little more tastier just because they're, they're that real um, – are they higher end? Hippie organic like, stuff. They, they like don't have cash, to be. Cash spot wise? So point they, price point? They don't have to be. Uh, a lot of them will be where it's, you know, we talked about this before, where it's like maybe a brand will have three or four different uh, mash bills. So they have three or four different styles of their whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then once every year, or once every couple of years, they'll, they'll have a couple of selected barrels that they'll do for uh, and make those into their bottled and bond ones, right? Which is a little so, more special, right? So the cool, the, the, I don't. You may have mentioned that. I may have zoned out enjoying the whiskey. Um, but the uh, you said it's got to be the same, same mash. It's, it's all in the same year, right? So the mashing, the the growing, the mashing, and the distilling 
all happen the same year. I know mashing and distilling happen relatively quickly, right? Right. So, but it all has to be done in the same year. So that's very much in, in my interpretation of that, that's very much like a, a single vineyard or a single year of a wine. Wow. Not like it's, it's like the labeled vineyards. It's not your Ernest and Julio Gallo of wine, right? That doesn't have a year on it. It's just got a box, right? Or what's the box wines? Yeah. Sangria? Yeah, that'll work too, but that's not the one. Like White Zimbendale? Yeah, those. But the, the, the actual, the, the Vivo box is like the, the, the Kool-Aid wine. You know, there's no vintage to those. So these are vintage years almost. I'm sorry to all of you out there that might drink box wine and enjoy it. Um, I'm I mean, not. My family JJ's does. JJ's hating on you right now. It's okay. A little bit. I find it interesting, though, that as somebody that got to 30 or 29 or whatever it is, that I, I would love to know the psychology behind you just were like, ah, I'm going to let my Irish friend just pick this, and this is going to be kind of the first thing that I that It I wasn't drink. intended. It was like, there was, that was, yeah, that goes back into the stories of like, that's the year I broke, right? That was the year that dislocated my shoulder and right, all that stuff, right? right? So right. That, was, that was that one, and then it was... Like what, what did I'd changed a lot from undergrad drinking cases of beer and doing that type of stuff. I didn't really drink through Cairo school. I didn't. It's the natural progression of life. Yeah. But every time, so I'd just broken off the engagement. I went back into full party mode back in college. So that was, wasn't drinking cases of beer. Cause I still, I I'm still hearing natural just flow of life right now. It is. So, but I still like, I had you know would the only whiskey I would drink would be I'd have a shot of Jameson, shoot it, and drink my beer. Have a shot of Jameson and drink my beer. Have a shot of Jameson and drink tragedy. my beer. Right, and just go. And it was drinking to get drunk to numb the pain and do this type slapping of slapping God in the face when you do that. What shooting Jameson? That's what we did, man. Sorry, Obviously I you weren't. Were high yeah. You shoot Jameson. Well, they drank like Milwaukee's best or something. Something, beer. Like something that was like. A thirty pack for seven dollars. Yeah, oh, natural light. Natty seven light, yeah. seven ninety nine. Whoa! Back off on the natural light here. So we guys. didn't do natty light growing up. We did Milwaukee's best. That's what, that was our go to. We were the beast. We called that one the beast. Yeah. Um, I grew up in the era. Of, thirty pack was square. Yeah, it wasn't rectangle. You know, it was a square box. Anyway, sorry. We did that one, then, but Love it was seven ninety nine for a case. We would literally set Friday night up on one or Thursday night up on the bar <laughs> and Friday night up, and that was our. 17 bucks with tax or whatever it was. It was ridiculous. Mm, that yeah. was, and that's, we would just sit out like on the patio and drinking the beer and doing that. Huh. So explains more. You, yeah. you've tasted yours. Yeah. So, now, I mean, now tell me, tell me, is, <clears throat> is it not different now? I mean, okay. Define, I mean, different. Does it being, taste different now than, than it does when. So I actually have neat. Yeah. So, on the ice ball, right, wrong, and different, right. I'm probably wrong, which with a lot of this stuff, I have been wrong thus far, but I get more of the, the sweet taste. That, right. So the the berry that's supposedly yes. in there, or the, the berry, merry, whatever you want to call it. Just berry. Berry, Just merry. Fresh and fruity. Like, yeah. but that, sweet so fresh and fruity. That, that pepper and spice is kind of gone, right? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, because I could have drank this neat sure. as somebody that really does not, I mean... I don't want to drink whiskey neat at all, to be honest. I'd, I'd rather drink yeah. whiskey on ice, but I could have very well sipped this on uh, in a neat way. But definitely when we put ice into it, maybe it's just the water and the, and the cool is releasing some of – I mean, is So the cool doesn't. It's a little bit of the, the chemistry on that one is the water mm -hmm. literally opens up the phenols. The phenols are what you taste and smell. 
So that that makes is this it like so pheromones. You're trying to get no. laid something. Yeah, a little bit. Totally okay. They're they're panty droppers, right? <laughs> <laughs> My wife's probably going to edit that one out. No, um, keep that leave that <laughs> in. <laughs> um, Aaron, edit that one out. Um, podcast. It's fine. <laughs> all right, fair enough. But the aromatic rings, right? So they're 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 part of that phenol group. Okay. And when you drop the water in there, it actually it lets, it. It lets the phenols get out and binds them a little bit, yeah. so they can get out and be a little bit more in the. Ether. It is. I mean, it's smooth. I mean, yeah, it's, it's there's a finger left still in my drink right now, and it wouldn't be nothing just to to tip that bad boy back up and finish it, and not have you don't get any burn out of it. Um, it tastes like a strawberry fruit roll up. Okay, well, that's just stupid. It's not a strawberry fruit roll-up. Strawberry fruit roll-up. You have the weirdest whiskey palate if that is what you taste. <laughs> like, I'm going to call one of my kids down here, and I'm going to have them taste. I bet they'll say the same thing. I don't think we should do His that. kids are over 21. I swear yes. to God. His kids are over 21. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I don't think if any of your kids, that's the one you want to give whiskey um, to, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. But it definitely tastes different than proper 12, which is, I mean, one of my uh, favorites to go to and and Jameson. It's not as, um, I don't think it's as dry. I don't think it's as as bitter as those other two. Um, This has got more, um, like I said, berry to it. Not Sweet is not the right word. It's more of a fresh um, berry to it as opposed to a really overwhelming syrupy berry. It's it's subtle, right? Um, It's not, which I I think is, is kind of, with the whiskeys, with the scotches we had, with the Johnny Blue, and even a little bit with the um, the um, the one you picked last, the um, horse soldier, horse soldier one. There was a little bit more of like a vanilla spectrum sure. to it, especially in the blue. But there was a little bit of even that. Don't really get that kind of sweet with this, but it is like that. If you took a Fruit, not a like a, a juicy fruit or a. You uh, say fruit roll up. On <laughs> I kept wanting to. I kept wanting to. I was going there. I was going there, but not like a I'm starburst. Him. You give me another starburst. Starburst in a gallon of water, and then swish that around, it's and the then subtle, like, yeah, cook like that sp- and splash that in there. There's like that little bit, little and I might even give him a little bit of strawberry on that. But that's that's let's just maybe giving it because he put that shit in my head. Of pot still versus in a regular conventional still, and then finished in. You know, I mean, I can tell you that there's kind of oak barrels and stuff like that. I think that's your difference. There's no, you don't taste any smoke, no. wood, whatever do you no want to like, none, like none that. of that. So if you're somebody like myself, that's, that's pretty against that. Um, I mean, I, I'd, I'd advise this. This is a pretty good whiskey when it comes to, to that side nice. and the price point's okay. Price was good. I mean, it's like for a high quality wine, it's in, it was like, I don't believe in $60 range. This is so, whiskey. This is whiskey. Or it's my I thought you were comparing wines. No, no, no. For high dollar whiskey, uh, it's in the sixty dollar range for that. My bad. For yeah, for a fifth, for a fifteen year to be sitting around sixty bucks or sixty five bucks or whatever. I think the twelve is sitting around forty forty five, and then the fifteen was sitting at, at. And actually, to be honest, if the if we keep the story true to form, it was the twelve that he was like, let's taste that. And uh, I will say that this is for for people out there that I know that I'm close to that. This is not one of those whiskeys that you open up and probably drink, try to drink half of a bottle or three quarters of a bottle in a night. This is a, you know, have a glass, maybe two, and uh, move on just because it's one of those that I think you probably want to enjoy a little bit more. For sure. That's, and that's exactly, that's the, the story turn with that one on me was, it's, it was kind of that demarcation into adulthood of, yeah, I'm not going to drink to get shit faced anymore. Uh, Didn't we close the last one off with 
What'd you close it off with? Well, we closed it off with like everybody's recommendations, but I feel like we just... Did we just go through that? Did we just do that inadvertently? I guess we did. I think we did, so... Because I recommend it. I vote. I vote yay. (laughs) I'd give it a yay. That's three yays from Whiskey Fit. I don't know how knowledgeable we are or if you even care, but uh, three yays from us. Red Breast, it's, it's probably, to me, it is the pinnacle of Irish whiskey. Well, hold on here. There's a lot of Irish whiskey. So bring some to the table then. Okay. Until next time, guys, this is Whiskey Fit signing off. All righty. Take it easy.